You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. It's the Take Command podcast. What's up? What's happening? Craig Hoffman here. Logan Paulson there. Next week, Logan, we do this in Indianapolis. NFL Combine just a week away, which means the rumor mill will kick into high gear regarding NFL free agency. And that is where we're going to spend most of our time today. Um, and actually, the free agency lists are kind of out there. PFF did their big 200-player uh, ranking. But also, I think it's worth noting, and something that will happen over the course of the next week that we're going to touch on here, is players are going to get cut um, it does, for cap savings purposes. And so what the commanders especially can do with the league-leading amount of free agent money that they have uh, is going to be very interesting and, and could be more interesting. So we'll get into all of that over the next uh, half hour or so. And then, Logan, we're going to play a game. I love it. What game, what's the game, Craig? The game is going to be uh, Commander's Coach Trivia. So the commanders now have their entire coaching staff, and there's all kinds of fun connections and fun facts about the commander's coaches. And so in an effort to let... You, uh, Logan, and you, the audience, know these coaches better. I put together a little trivia. Uh, so we'll do that at the end of the show. But let's start off talking free agency. Let's let's start super high level here. Obviously, there you, you can put together a plan on paper of how you want to attack certain positions. Oh, ideally draft here. Ideally free agency here. That can do everything from your own personal desires of what, how you see each position, the importance of experience at it, et cetera, to the market themselves. Is the draft deep at one position versus free agency class in another? So when you think of that super high level, and, and if you were in Adam Peters' chair putting together a plan of attack, how would you be attacking free agency for Washington? Well, I think the first thing I'd look at is just, you know, the the edge market specifically. I think, you know, this is a decent edge rusher class in the draft, but I it's not exceptional. I think there are some guys that, that really get you excited, but I think they're going to go before the commanders are picking. And there's one guy in Darius Robinson who we talked about quite a bit from Missouri who he could potentially be there at 36, but, you know, he's a really good football player. He's moving up boards, so it seems less and less likely as the process moves on. But I think edge is a, is a position that they need to do some work on. And I and people say, oh, we've got, you know, Andre Jones, we've got K.J. Henry. And I say, well, you know, you need multiple guys there. You almost need six deep at that position. So 
You probably need to re-sign a Casey Tuhill, James Smith-Williams type of guy. You probably want to draft a edge rusher if, if the opportunity presents itself, but that still leaves one more person you need. And I think one of these edges, um, you know, a Jadavian Clowney type guy, you know, doesn't need to be that guy, but a guy that's not going to be uber expensive is a guy that, that sticks out to me as, as, as good value, you know, seven, eight million dollars a year. Uh, not breaking the bank. Obviously, you need to re-sign a corner with Kendall Fuller hitting the free agent market. Safety probably need to look at re-signing somebody um, with Cam Curl being up. So those are some things that really stick out to me. And also, I think it's interesting that there's a couple pretty high-value free agent linebackers on the market that maybe you could make a move for to kind of strengthen the middle of your defense. So I think that's kind of what I would look at. Obviously, a lot of that's on the defensive side of the football. I think you need a third wide receiver. But the thing about a third wide receiver is I don't think you need to be stressing for that because in the draft this year like as we've talked about a little bit like you could fall on your face and find a receiver that's going to contribute this year like there, there's a lot of really good slot third down third third receiver type guys they're going to be big ads to your roster you know third down running back uh, pretty much every running back in this class has caught the ball really well and has some third down abilities so i don't think you need to be going crazy there Offensive tackle, offensive guard, if you want to kind of beef up there. I think it's a very, very dense group at those positions. Um, and they've got some very talented football players that are going to be day one starters. So uh, offensively, I think you feel pretty good about maybe attacking some of these needs in the draft and, and getting good value, getting a fifth round running back, getting a third round wide receiver, getting a second round uh, offensive tackle or offensive guard, maybe a, an edge rusher if one were to fall with that other pick there. And feel excellent about what you got going on going into the season. Um, but I think defensively, that's an area where you got to say, hey, that we got to make a push here in free agency to kind of to, to make an impact on this roster. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think you hit on a couple of, of great points, obviously, in there. For me, um, you know, offensively, the biggest thing is, is offensive line. True. And I would like to get one offensive lineman in free agency. I'd also like to attack that in the draft. That is, that is a yes and scenario for me. Yeah. Ideally, I think I'd like to find, I mean, I, I think we both agree our kind of ideal situation is finding a right tackle, um, kicking yeah. Wiley inside the guard. Now, all of a sudden, you've got Wiley, Stromberg, Cosme, new free agent right tackle, and then you either bring back Leno or you draft one um, or both. If you don't, if you take like a Patrick Paul, who you don't think is going to be ready immediately, but think in a year could be a stud. Um, so I, I think those are the kinds of things you're looking at on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, like, like you talked about a ton and we've talked about a ton. This wide receiver class is insane in the draft. And so whether that means you go draft a big X or draft a slot guy and bump, uh, you know, if you draft the big X, then you bump everyone over a spot, including Jahan into the slot. Uh, and, or you, you draft that guy and Terry saves your X and Jahan saves your Z, whatever way you want to attack it, like, cool, go ahead. Um, but I think that's, that's a draft situation. Um, I, I safety is super interesting. Um, I think we should circle back to edge as well, but let's let's start with safety because I am I am of the camp slightly, not that I feel super strongly about this, but I am of the camp that I would not re-sign Cam Curl, um, and mm. I've got a couple of reasons for that. One yeah, one is you drafted Quan Martin, who is I think a better version of the same player, super versatile, can play all over the place. 
Um, and you've got other safeties in Butler and Forrest that you can pair with them. Like, how many do you need? And when it comes to allocation of resources, eventually they've got to do the thing that they failed to do in the last administration, which is draft a replacement and live with the replacement. Quan Martin is drafted in part as Cam Curl is leaving insurance. And so let him leave. You can't keep paying the same guys because then you wind up overloaded at certain positions. That said, I do trust, obviously, this group's evaluation. And I also wonder if they look at Quan as a nickel, in which case looking going back and signing Cam Curl makes a lot more sense because now you do need that safety depth because Quan is not a safety. But that is kind of where I stand. I also, though, look at the free agent list right now, and there's a couple of really good safeties that I think are better than Cam Curl. And if I'm going to spend big money, especially with a new defense coming in, I'm not like the incumbency doesn't matter as much to me. Like, obviously, Antoine Winfield is the top safety on the market. Do you want to go sign him instead? Um, there is, let's see, who else is out there? Uh, Kyle, I think Kyle Duggar from New England is yeah, the guy Duggar, that Yeah, Duggar, you know, God, imagine with the versatility that they, they use yeah. players with in this defense, what they could do with him. So, like, I, I, I would say my plan C would be re sign Cam Curl. My plan A would just be spend the money elsewhere. Plan B yeah. would be go sign one of these other dudes. But if we wind up landing on plan C, Cam Curl's a really good football player. I'm not mad about it at all. Just I think his lack of ball production um, and the fact that Quan can do pretty much all of the same stuff leads me to saying like, hey, let's use that money on something else. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, you know, I think it's, it's interesting with Cam, and I think it really just depends on what you're going to be paying for him in this process. I think that's the thing that really sticks out because, you know, you're looking at some of this like over the cap information and they do a pretty good job of predicting potential salaries and things like that. And Cam is in that $14.1 million a year. And obviously Kyle Duggar and Antoine Woodfield Jr. are a little bit more expensive, but like that's kind of the market they think he's cultivated for himself. Now, maybe you feel differently if that's a 10 a year. And I think you probably would feel pretty good about that number for a guy who's a good tackler, instinctive football player, um, gives you some flexibility. I think about you talk about, you know, what you could be in this uh, Dan Quinn um, you know, defense or defensive structure uh, that'll led, be led by Joe Witt, obviously. I think there's an interesting opportunity there to kind of say, hey, like we he can be our curse in this system. He can be our kind of big linebacker or, or our, our safety that's playing linebacker, Buffalo nickel player. So um, does he have a role? And, if, and is that role worth the price tag that he is probably going to, you know, kind of has earned over the course of his career? So that's kind of what I would say. And again, there's a lot of good players. I think there's okay safety depth in this class too. some guys that are very unique tall kind of rangy guys so maybe you go back to the well there for a position that the nfl statistically or analytically isn't like you know we got to get elite safety play all the time you know it's more like we can get a guy and survive and obviously you have an elite safety you're okay but i think to your point is cam curl a top five player at the position is he a top 10 player at the position I couldn't tell you. I would, right? I would I say probably do. not considering we both have two guys who'd rather take in this free agent class. And so unless yeah. you're third in the free agent class, 
and just so happens that three of the top five dudes at the position in the league are free agents this year, like it's a hard sell. Yeah, and again, I'm not being we're not being critical of Cam. We think he's a good football player, obviously, but you know, it's 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 about comparisons here. It's about comparisons in the market. So I, I kind of understand what you're saying there. And um, you know, I, I'm always an advocate for players getting paid and making as much money yeah, as possible. Someone should pay Cam Curl. I just right. don't know whether it's this team because of what they have in house. In that uh, position, I, you have Percy Butler, you have Derek Forrest, and Butler to me is a backup, but Forrest is a starter, and so is Quan Martin. So why right. are you paying a third starter unless, again, you think Quan Martin is a starter at a different position? Well, I think you just look at Dallas and what they did. You know, I think and you say they're going to need a lot of safeties. It's just like how many and what kind of body types you're looking for because they had, you know, kind of two box linebacker type players. They had two post players. They had a package where there's five safety type bodies on the field. And it does in terms of the body type of the NFL, you know, that's the most flexible defensive body type, you know, in terms of what it gives you from the back end, you get guys who can take on blocks with their length, their physicality, guys that can cover tight ends, can match up with slot receivers. So I could see them making a move saying we need more depth here. Sure. Um, and again, like it just, it depends on what the, what the vision is of Adam and, and Dan and, and what those conversations look like. But I agree with you. Like it's, can you upgrade this? Can you find someone that fits the vision a little bit more acutely? So those are all things to consider with Cam. Again, Cam, go make your money. We're excited for you. This is a great opportunity. But again, is, is this the right fit for him? Is this the right fit financially for, for what he's going to hopefully earn in free agency? I'm not sure. Right. And just to be clear, again, I said that's option C for me. But like, if they make the determination that Cam curls what they want, I trust that. Yeah. Which is something that I think is a little different than the way we've, you know, maybe we've said that like, hey, you have to trust the coaches. We've kind of thrown our hands up the last couple of years. I think with this group, with their track record of DBs, if they say Cam curls what they want, they pay him a bunch of money. I'm going to trust that they know exactly what they're doing. They understand who the player is. They understand what his strengths are. They understand what his uh, weaknesses are. They have are, a role. They, have, and they a role. have a role cut out for him. Exactly. Um, some other names to flag. Marcus May, Harrison Smith, uh, likely cuts yeah. uh, or potential cuts, I, I would say. Uh, PFF has Smith marked for a pay cut. Uh, Marcus May, the the Saints safety, post-June 1 cut potentially. So that's a position that could get a little bit deeper. I mean, Jamal Adams is kind of the big fish that's going to be out there. He has not right. been good since he's been in Seattle in part because he hasn't been able to stay healthy. But could, you know, Dan Quinn and, and Joe Witt Jr. see a role for Jamal Adams and be like, we know exactly what to do with that guy. You pay him some smaller yeah. amount of money. Uh, and, and all of a sudden he's in the mix there. So I think that there's, there's definitely some guys to watch that could be added to this list at safety as well. And I also think it's important just to note that like cam curl fits that unique body type that Dan Quinn has called out multiple times in press conferences. Witt has said similar things. They like guys with long arms. Cam has long arms. He can cover tight ends. He's got, I think they're 33 and a half. So like tackle length arms, maybe 32, like Ooh. He's a big man, you know? And yeah. so I think they see that and they say, man, like he does a great job as the Buffalo nickel. Man, he he matched up against Alan Lazard a couple of years ago, who's a true wide receiver. Like that's a good skill set. Like how do we maximize him? So I, I to, to, to kind of just bring this full circle, like in terms of saying they might value him, I think they do value that type of body type and that type of frame and that type of ability. It's just, to me, it comes back to the price tag and what's going on with that. You know, like if, if it fits financially with, the direction they want to go and you know like uh adam peters is a smart guy the league is going kind of going away from valuing the safety position unless you're like an elite player which makes a lot of sense because it's hard to find good players at that position so maybe they say we'll 
we'll get younger. We'll find people that we can kind of indoctrinate in our system because, you know, every year in the draft, there's always somebody who's kind of freaky in between that can play safety at a high level. So, yeah, for sure. And they want like super versatility. A guy like Duggar is certainly an option. So there, yep. there's options uh, in, in all corners.